Well, good afternoon, good evening, or good morning, wherever <laughs> you're watching this. Whatever month and day that it is, right now we're live here on YouTube, Facebook, and uh, some of you, uh, and we're on some other streaming services where you can just hear us but not see us. Uh, if you're, uh, if if that's the case, and you want to actually see us and interact with us uh, through texting and everything, uh, you can go to YouTube or Facebook, and Angelic Clarifications or uh, that's what it's under, isn't it, Natasha? Natasha that, Venter. Uh, either way, you can catch me if you Google Natasha Venter and Gel Clarifications. You can get to my YouTube channel, my uh, Facebook channel. You can get to whatever channel you want. <clears throat> Do they have to put a space between angelic and clarifications or if uh, they not just really. do it? No, it, it, okay. it'll come up. It'll come up. That's one they yeah. saying about angelic clarifications because not very, no, nobody has it. So it's right. like, That's it's perfect. mine. <laughs> yeah. You just have to be able to spell clarifications, you know? Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, my name's uh, Regan and this is Natasha. She'll introduce herself in a moment. Um, we do this podcast every Monday at four Pacific Standard Time. Um, I'm here in California and Natasha's up in Washington and, um, we call this dance of the soul. Um, both of us have a, a background in therapy. We're both life coaches, but we're both very spiritual people too. And we've been trained in some spiritual modalities. Um, Natasha, hers comes rather easily because I think she's kind of born with it or has that didn't have to go to school with her or anything. And she's, as she'll tell you in a minute, an intuitive medium. Uh, and I'm uh, a clinical hypnotherapist um, and also certified. The main, the main thing that my focus on is working through the Newton Institute as one of their facilitators. Um, we have a process that we've fine-tuned over 40 years, and we've helped about 70,000 people in a deep state of trance, which most people can reach, mm-hmm. um, actually expand their awareness to the afterlife, where they get to spend a couple hours over there um, seeing people that passed on, um, having a prepared list of questions. And there's these wise uh, life coaches over there, as I call them, or elders, mm-hmm. as we call them. You can ask questions of them and get answers to your uh, things in life. Uh, it's a very, it's a, a life-changing um, moment for a lot of people because they find out, actually, they can clarify what the, why they decided to be born, like what their mission is, uh, what did they hope to learn in this life, and get some understanding of why the characters and their life's play have shown up, you know, good, bad, and the ugly, you know, and um, it's it's an amazing process. Like I say, about 70,000 people have done it. And so today, Natasha, why don't you introduce yourself now too, and then we'll talk about our subject today. Okay, so I'm Natasha Venter, and I am one who has been intuitive my whole life, many lifetimes, actually. <laughs> so when I was born, I kind of tapped into be, remembering being born, which gives me the doorway to you know going into a lot of past lives. And right now, I'm doing a lot of healing modalities where I'm doing a lot of work on DNA, going back in people's DNA to do a lot of healing and then doing the same time past lives. So I've been kind of combining those two to do healing work, uh, to heal the body, because the body is our vessel during this lifetime. So yeah, we've only lived once in this body, but yet our soul lives on many different (coughs) lifetimes. And so with that, that make the best of this lifetime to go back and heal. And um, actually, I got something for you, Regan, after the show that it just tapped on me about that for you and your lungs. So um, good. Okay. uh, So (laughs) there again is the is is the intuitiveness kind of clicks in on when it's supposed to and where it's supposed to. So with that, that I love to be intuitive. I help a lot of people being intuitive. Now, I don't always read people because I need permission first because I honor. I have great honor integrity about doing my work. And I do a lot of work with um, uh, Veronica says, hello, Natasha and Regan. Uh, so hey. hello, Veronica. And, hey, Veronica. Uh, uh, and it's, it's one of those things that, you know, uh, people tell me all the time, you know, I go to counselors, but the perspective that you have, it's amazing how you bring a lot of different things together. So with that, what Regan and I love to do with On the Dancing Shows, help bring perspectives to better us in this lifetime to help us. Because when you do get a fuller story about why am I here? Where am I going? Why do I have these emotions? Why do I get triggered with this and that? That it does help us negotiate a lot of the things. And I know that today's show we were going to talk about, and Regan, I'm going to let you go from here. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about anxiousness. 
today. We were talking about fear. You know, a lot of these emotions and things we have, there's some of a little bit of everything in there. But sometimes we're, you know, you may not have anything particularly wrong in your life, or maybe you do, and you're anxious about that. But anxiousness is um, comes in, in many forms and many degrees. Uh, mm -hmm. And what people don't realize is that there are tools. Uh, there are tools out there and things you can do to um, reduce your anxiousness, to uh, allow you to get through the day in a more calm way, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. And like if, if I was to tell you, it says if you're anxious, like on a, Maybe have a new job interview and you just, you're, you know, you can just feel you're, you're thinking, how am I going to even talk? Some people get like, so anxious. And, like, it, and their throat does this and your gut does that. And then oh, you're flipping, flopping and you're all over the place. Yes. Yeah. And, and you're then the, this because anxiousness, I would say, is part of fear in a way. Like your fear, like Natasha, I'm talking before the show, you have a fear about the unknown. So like what if in this process you're thinking about uh you have to go for a job interview and you're thinking, oh, gosh, what if, you know, what if I fumble over my words? You know, what, what if I, if he doesn't think I'm intelligent enough, you know, um, uh, you know, um, and it's because of that, of that fear of the unknown sometimes of like what's going to happen, you know. Um, <clears throat> but um, um, I remember when I was an entertainer for year, 30 years, uh, a, a few times I had shows in Las Vegas or they were big convention centers and I was a comedian. And before going on stage, um, I would just, boy, oh boy, I can just feel it now. I'm mean, talking about, it, I would be so anxious, uh, but I was excited about going on, but I was just, I was so, so uh, anxious. And what helped was, that's why I put a really good joke first. You know, one that I knew was a killer, you know, that would, would, would pay off. So, and that's what comedians do. You know, one of the things the training is, you want to use your best joke that you have either first or next to last. It could be intertwined sometimes, you know, and, you know, you would find out I would go on stage. I would say this joke, get a big laugh. And all of a sudden my anxiousness would just disappear. Mm -hmm. And then I would be you, in you, the flow. Yeah. You know? You'd be in the flow of, of a part of you that knew what to do. Yeah. That's why too, you know, uh, uh, people that are good, say these companies, if, if they're a good company and they know they have people coming into uh, audition in a sense for the job, um, their job should be to make you feel comfortable when you come in by being very polite, you know, allowing you, you know, smiling, uh, you know, because you can put someone at ease just with a handshake and a, Hey, glad to have you here today. Yeah, you know? exactly. And, and you might, you, the, the interviewer might say, look, I know you're probably nervous, but don't worry about it. You know, we're just looking for the best person here. So just relax and we'll talk. That, that can do a, go a long ways to, uh, you know, to take a person's anxiousness out. Uh, Natasha, one thing I think too about the reason about anxiousness sometimes is that people have something coming up, like a job interview, like I was saying, or uh, maybe they're going on a first date, you know, and they're thinking, oh my God, I kind of lied on my profile a little bit, you know, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, maybe my picture was from six months ago, maybe I've aged and, you know, maybe she's not gonna, mm -hmm. you know, like me or whatever. Um, then um, some of the anxiousness could be self-imposed. Like if you did lie on your, on your, uh, <laughs> exactly. thing, you know, which a lot of people do. I was, I hear that all the time. They, they say they met someone and, uh, and uh, they, they, they said, Oh my God, she was like 15 years older than her picture, you know, and they were just turned off right away, you know? So <laughs> you gotta be honest, you know, in your, in your profiles. That's another story. Exactly. But, um, Sometimes we're anxious because we're not quite prepared. In other mm -hmm. words, um, you know, uh, for instance, <clears throat> when you're when you're college and you have you're taking your finals, and you know you've been partying all week and you haven't been doing your studies and and things you have to prepare right. Well, you you should be anxious because you're probably not going to do as good on that test as you should have. So that's kind of self-imposed anxiousness. But I have found that when I prepare myself for what's coming up. Um, I have, you know, half as much anxiousness because I, I feel prepared, you know, mm -hmm. like I know, you know, know what's, uh, know what's going to happen. Do you, uh, do you get anxious sometimes when you have a new client? Um, I feel anxiousness and I, I want to kind of give, um, a, a, a disclosure here a little bit with some wording because anxiousness okay. is a very right 
thing to feel. We feel anxiousness a lot. I mean, I can yeah. feel anxiousness in other people. If I walk into a room, I can pick up other people's anxiousness. But then we can go into different levels. So there's the anxiousness and then the next level down. I'm going to call them down because it feels like people get overwhelmed. And so that's where I'm going to be speaking of down. Um, not because we're going down in in um, like the body, but we're going down in, in emotions. And so we can feel anxiousness and then we can have anxiety. And anxiety is that where the mind starts really overplaying what's going on. And then we can have that anxiety um, moment where our breathing starts getting infused. And then we get into the anxiety attack the anxiety yeah. attack that that we we have no knowing of where we're at or what we're doing or where we're going or what's happening we're really overwhelmed with with anything and everything i mean it's almost like you come into this you know the all the rooms close in on you and you cannot breathe it's almost like a claustrophobic um of energy. So yeah. when we're talking about anxiousness, but I can tell you that a that anxiety attacks can get triggered by anxiousness. Yeah, it's like you first know, comes anxiousness and that turns into anxiety, right? And then turns into an anxiety attack. So it's not minimizing any of this for anybody because as we're uh uh uh, I was there last week. Um, yeah. And I, and Veronica, I did help you through it. I hope because of the fact that um, she says I had one last week and because of the realities that are piling up on us. And when we don't have those coping skills and, or sometimes we do have coping skills. Like for me, I've had an anxiety attack where my breathing was involved because I had this over, over, overwhelming vision of something that could have happened. I was in a race car. I um, saw every time I rounded this one corner that I wrecked and I would, I would have been killed. Another one is, is that if I'm driving on a cliff, you know, like, cause oh. we have a lot of mountains up here. So we got on, yeah. a, on, on, we drive up on the mountains and um, yes, I really helped a lot. I appreciate you, Veronica, for saying that. Um, but um, and I had a I had a car that we were driving up on um, on a hill and and people stopped in front of me and we were on ice and I slid back and my car leaned and if it wasn't for a snowbank it would yeah. have tipped over and and went kablunk kablunk and I had my kids and my husband in the car with me wow. and so that triggered if I'm up on a cliff I can drive up there but don't have me look over. And if yeah. I have to turn around, I get out of the car and I have my husband do it because I, I get, I get where um, I can't breathe almost. And I understand though, that, that it, when I, when I feel that coming on, I have an understanding that instead of becoming victim of it, and that's one thing that I slow down on. I really check in when I'm becoming a victim of my realities. Good point. You know, and, and when I check in with the victimhood of my reality, I understand, okay, this is a trigger. So when I'm driving up on the hill or I'm, I was driving around to that next corner on the race car, and I've had anxiety attacks before this and around this because I have a hard time watching certain, certain TV shows too. Um, but I... What I did was I'm safe, 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 I'm safe. I use something that gets my mind because the, the anxiety is something that the mind gets focused on something. And that's the thing is if you can shift your mind's, mind's image, you can, you can shift a little bit of that anxiety feeling, even though the yeah. body's still going through it, but you can shift that anxiety feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, with me, sometimes when I'm in a similar situation, uh, I say to myself, calm and relaxed, calm and relaxed, calm and relaxed. Mm -hmm. You know, um, see words, people don't realize, but uh, words are triggers for your mind. You know how somebody can say a certain word that triggers a, an emotion in you, you know, like maybe if something that you're 
mother or father said to you in a certain way and you hear the same words and even though that person has no intent of of causing you any problems but just those certain words your subconscious knows it's triggered by those words you know and how you say things but it also for the positive like when you say calm and relaxed and you just feel your body just letting go calm and relaxed you know when you say those words your subconscious begins to operate your body in a calm and relaxed way you know mm -hmm. sends, sends out the good endorphins or i don't know exactly what you call them uh but it it um it uh it helps calm you down so in a sense uh, even though you're like this a part of you and you don't want to feel that way then you just go and calm and relax and even saying like right now i just just as i said calm my shoulders automatically mm -hmm. went down okay calm and relax calm and relax and it may um, sound like this at the beginning calm and relax 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 <laughs> you come and relax but if you keep saying something that is you know, I'm safe, 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 I'm safe. I'm safe. I mean, even if you're saying it in an anxious way, saying something that is opposite of what you're feeling. I trust, I trust, yeah. I trust, I trust, I trust, I trust. You know, you're naturally going to be willing, your body and your mind are willing <laughs> to walk through. And that's the thing is, is that's why we're calling it willingness to walk through or willingness to be with or willingness yeah. <clears throat> because we're titling it and we're going to kind of do this series on willingnesses and we're going to pop them in and out once in a while and we may not do it week after week because um, next week is Halloween so we wanted to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but the willingness to deal with ghosts and goblins maybe might <laughs> be a good one to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know it, it's one of those things that as we're going forward and 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 doing things that you know when our brain is focusing on something we got to get it off we have to get it off whatever it's at um i'm grateful i'm grateful i'm grateful i'm great i'm great you know if you're grateful for the mood that you're in a lot of times it can teach you what it's here to teach you and anxiety yeah. a lot of times is to teach you that your emotions are part of you they're not they're not something that can take control of you. Yes, we allow them to take control of us, but do they, they're part of the team. They're part of the mind, the body, and the emotions, and the spirit are all part of the teamwork. And the more we can work with that team, the better off we can be. Yeah, and by saying the words, like we're, we were just saying, like, calm and relax, calm and relax, or I'm safe, I'm safe, I'm safe, it takes you uh, immediately out of victim mode. You know, mm -hmm. otherwise you hear like, you know, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to yeah. hell. I'm going to die. You know? Exactly. You, you, you just do the opposite. You just put, you know, gasoline on the fire of, of making your anxiousness uh, even worse. So what you want to do is I always picture, like they say, don't go down the rabbit hole. It's like you could be right at the edge of it and you go down the rabbit hole. There's no getting out, you know, uh, or it's going to take a long time to climb out. So it's just being mindful and realizing when you're, especially at the beginning of anxiousness, where say maybe your your emotional needle on anxiousness goes from, you know, gets above a five maybe or something, you know, starts getting in the danger zone, being mindful that's that. And then you go, okay, okay. I remember listening to Regan and Natasha and here's some things they told me that I can do, you know, calm and relax, calm and relax, or, mm -hmm. or, you know, um, uh, one thing, because I deal with a lot of trauma patients, and um, um, when we're talking about things, a lot of times, you know, of course, the feelings come up and everything. And as they're talking about it, you can just see they just start get, you know. And one of the things that I have them say to themselves, yeah, the is, body starts is, tightening up and they start yeah. going up, and their eyes get bigger, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, you can see the feelings. Is is I say to them, and I just start to have them say, "It's not happening now. That's in the past. I'm safe." It's not happening now. It's not happening now. And just that realization there, they begin to calm down pretty quick. Because, you know, when they're triggered, all when you trigger your subconscious, it's like gangbusters. You know, mm -hmm. it's just the worst because it, 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 it um, you know, it, it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't know degrees of anxiousness. It just, you know, something can happen and it's just the full trigger. But most of the time, the subconscious is trying to protect you because you need to act fast sometimes. Like when you're, you know, you're in a neighborhood or something and you're being anxious because it's kind of, they've had five shootings here last week and you had to go there for some reason. Um, it's good to be a little anxious there, 
you know, because yeah, you, you want to it's a protective. Kind of it's watch and that's, out. You're right. Yeah, exactly. Ang- anxiousness, fear, or whatever is attached to that <clears throat> moment is part of the. Um, and if I'm a little jobbly, I, I've been getting noticed yeah. that my uh, my uh, Wi-Fi is is a little shaky. We're getting oh. a lot of rain today, and no, actually, I'm probably going to have. I'm probably going to have to call because I think that I've had a, a problem with squirrels. So I'm going to yeah. call when I get off here and, and get somebody out here because I can say that my Wi-Fi has not been the best. And I think it's squirrels. Squirrel. <laughs> They've been chewing on some wires, maybe. Um, that, uh, you know, going forward in our our being and stuff, but being the, that there's these fear moments uh, that it, it's okay to have fear. It's okay to have a little anxiety because it is about the pretense of, am I going to do, I need to look at this a little bit more, you know, like you're talking about if someplace had a lot of, um, of, um, negative energy there, like, um, a bunch of, um, bad people, drunk people, you know, that kind of stuff. And you've got to walk in a place like that, you know, saying those mantras that, I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm safe. And making sure that you are safe, you know, not walking alone. um, If you can uh, making sure that you stay in well-lighted places, uh, you know, park your cars close as you can to where you need to go or, you know, doing things like that because body language is huge to the environment around you. Like if I'm going to go in and do a house clearing where, um, where, uh, sorry if I'm jarbled, if I'm going to do a house clearing where I'm dealing with some really dark entity, do I walk in going, um, I don't know what to do here. Um, let me see what I can do. No, I walk in going, um, I'm here and we're going to take care of this. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta and have I that come right with my, my, you know, I'm going to do this. And when, when we can do that, it does take a hold of the energies. I had one, my girlfriend has a, a dark being that likes to kind of appear once in a while in her closet. And, and he's, I don't want to, he, he, she's actually heard him say, I don't want Natasha to come over. She'll take care of me. Yeah. <laughs> because it's that energy. Well, there, and there's things we, we also see what people don't realize is, or some, a lot of people don't realize, cause I didn't realize it for a long time. There's things that cause, cause, cause us to be anxious. So if there's things that cause us to be anxious, the opposite is true also. There's things that can relax us, okay? Mm-hmm. So what we need to do when we're anxious is to think of those things that bring anxiousness down. Um, and uh, funny, I just thought of um, one thing that brings anxiousness down a little bit when I was in Mexico for a while. Um, I was always anxious every time I got in the car because I had so many of the uh, policia, you know, the police running around everywhere and they're notorious for stopping you and giving you bogus tickets and, and demanding money, you know? And so every time I'd see one, I'd be anxious and I'd just, you know, it just, it just, it was no fun, you know, out there. So I did like what everybody else down there did is they just keep an extra 20 or 30 bucks in their glove box. And, um, you know, it's just part of being down there, you know, Oh, you pull me over here. Just don't, just give me 20 bucks and let me be on my way, you know? Um, so it was just one way of dealing, you know, since I had a plan, I was being proactive, like I had a plan. Well, if they want some money, I'm just not going to quibble over it. I'm not going to get in an argument with them. I'm just going to say, here, just take the 20 bucks and, and, and let me go. Uh, although the last time I was down there on the very first day, um, I'm right outside where this mechanic is going to work on my car down there in Mexico. And, uh, he was going to paint it and put some windows in and everything as you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it's uh, he's in the, the worst part of downtown Tijuana and his it's right at his house and there's he didn't have any parking we had to knock on his door so I was a little bit in a red zone you know so policeman goes by and he comes up and he sees I have you know out of state plates or not from Mexico and then he just starts you know you see your driver's license and your whatever and uh, 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 <clears throat> what I did is I remember uh, uh, my friend Tony, who lived down there a long time, says, just don't play their game. He said, just, you know, so I, I got brave and I just said, you know, he said, you got to follow me to the police station, you know, because well, there's tickets so you can pay your ticket. And I said, no. And I thought, oh, my God, he's what's going to happen? But I said, no. 
And uh, I says, I want the I want the visitors police. That's the, the uh, you know, they have a separate police thing for even billboards there. Say if you're hassled by a cop, call the the uh, visitors police, uh, what do you call <laughs> vacation police. So I demanded that or something. And I, I just kept arguing with it. No, I'm not. I says, how much will this ticket cost? And he says, oh, about $200, you know? And so I just, and and, and uh, finally he says, look, I got a little money in my wallet here. I just had a few bucks or something like this. I just pulled out $2. <laughs> and he just goes, ah, forget it. And he just got on his motorcycle and left, you know? But that felt good that I stood up at that time because I was prepared because I knew, you know, somebody else told me who had been there and done that knew how to handle that. But mm -hmm. other than that, I would have been an emotional mess. I would have gone down there. They would have, you know, taken hijacked dollars, hijacked me for that money. Right. You know, yeah. Over there. So, now, you know. No, that's the thing is, is that, you know, there, I, I really trust this process of there's a part of me that knows what to do. And I have learned listening to my inner self. Now, I get it. I'm intuitive. I get that. But there, but everybody has a part of this that says, do you need to do that? But we yeah. get so caught up in the fear part of it that we forget that there's a part of it that says, really? Do you need yeah. to, do you need to, is this something that's real here? I've had, I've had uh, moments where um, I been, was at, um, a, at a place and I was getting kind of talked to by my a supervisor a little bit more than I probably should have. You know, they were a little bit more uh, emotional, I'm going to call it, than they should have. And I'm sitting here going, and there's a part of me that's saying, don't believe what they're saying. Don't believe what they're saying. And and it was this logistic, quiet little voice that said, don't listen to this what they're saying. And it wasn't that I was trying to dishonor my supervisor or dishonor what was going on or dishonor the networking, but it was like, because it, I do honor what I'm, to, I, you know, if you're in a situation, you need to, you know, listen to what's going on. And this yeah. was a long time ago, but I was like, I, I heard that don't believe. And then when I really got done out of it, I got out of that situation and Got, went down the down the path a little bit longer and it was like you know what they were saying it didn't have anything to do with me i was just in the wrong place at the wrong time at the right time you know type yeah. of thing and and it was mm -hmm. like okay so there's a part of us that knows what to do there's a part of us that that if we can listen to in the midst of that moment can really help us to negotiate where yeah. we're at and what we're doing. And, and I want people to know that if you're hearing some background noises of Regan, he has this wonderful gifted family that's around that? him. Oh, it's been a, it's been a, you know, just a little bit. And, okay. and, but I just wanted to give people cause there's shadows that go by you and, oh, okay. <laughs> and that kind of stuff that you, you're in this wonderful place with family and it, and what a gift that you can spend this time with us while your family's there. So thank you. Yeah. Again for and doing that. That and thank nice your family, with, by the way, with technology, you know, how, you, you know, you couldn't do this years ago, you know, uh -uh. I mean, here it's like, I, you know, I'm, I'm in an apartment here in Monterey Bay. And uh, can set up a little studio. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So uh, <laughs> that was my sweetheart just walked by. Patty, uh -huh. you know her. Uh -huh. um, so, um, you know, the tools. Okay, I'm going to mention some of the tools I wrote down here today that I know work for anxiousness. And the thing is, too, the more mindful a person becomes, the sooner that they're in tune with their body and they realize when the train's coming down the track. You know, you don't want to wait until um, anxiousness turns to anxiety. You want to kind of nip it in the butt. Exactly. Um, and, and we I all was, know when we start feeling that the heart palpations, our breath gets a little shorter. Yeah. We start getting a little bit of, uh, there's something happening here. You know, when you start feeling that, uh, there's something happening here, that's what he's talking about. Yeah. It's your body begins to constrict. So what you're doing actually is you're you're breathing in less ox oxygen, which is mm -hmm. gonna you know it's gonna cause it to get worse. So the 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 first line of defense when you begin to feel anxious, be co conscious of that is to start doing some a little bit of deep breathing. 
you know, just breathe in, get that oxygen in your body and maybe drink a little glass of water. You know, the water gets you hydrated, drink a little bit. And while you're doing that, you can, you can feel good about yourself that you're starting to realize that you're, you're being proactive in this. You're, you're, you're getting yourself out of the victim mode that anxiousness is coming. And then, you know, you might think about what it is to have you, has you being anxious. And the number one thing that I use, which is something you can learn to do in less than a half an hour that you can use the rest of your life. We talk about that many times on the show is the emotional, uh, emotional freedom technique. Uh, and that's uh, called EFT. So people watching this, if you go, go to Google or, or go to YouTube and just type in EFT, you'll see about 100 videos on it there. You know, some of them teach you how to do it. Uh, others will show you examples of uh, how people's uh, stress is reduced. If you go to my visit the afterlife.com and you t and you click on the tab that says EFT and hypnosis, there's a couple videos there um, that you can watch and you can see how it'll it's 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 one of the number one things they use for post-traumatic stress, anxiety, depression. Uh, and it works. It works. It works. I have to say that after 15 years of doing it, it's like and it's every just, show you talk about it, and it's a I gift. Know, it's I, you can't talk so about good. it enough because no. it, it, it is helpful. And, you know, we all have these ways of negotiating it. And like we were talking about it earlier, that a lot of people instantly go to medications. And there's nothing wrong with medications. I mean, everybody has their own comfort zone and, and that kind of stuff. But the thing is, though, I think that we get we're in this moment, especially after COVID, where a lot of us are dealing with anxiety. We're yeah. dealing with these emotions and we don't know how to deal with them. We're so wrung out. We're, and when I say wrung out, it's like a wrung out wash rag that's all crumpled up and we just want to lay on the on the counter and not be touched again. You know, it, yeah. it's it, we're just all so wrung out because we were doing things and and being bombarded by so much that we don't know how to buffer ourselves. But the thing is, they're starting to get back to more of a neutrality. But I could tell you that if you know if anybody is feeling what's going on in the planets, we've had planets in retrograde. We are having we over the weekend we had another one come out of retrograde. We're having a new moon with an eclipse, a partial eclipse tomorrow. So if you're feeling a little headachy today or tomorrow, that's why. And you know, we're being bombarded. And then another planet, Mars, I think, is going into retrograde. So we're getting all these things that are happening. Pluto is really getting involved, which is about talking about our inner core um, wounds. Pluto works with our inner wounds, our little core, our inner core. And he just came out of retrograde. So we're, we're starting to work our way through some stuff that has been triggered to get us to know that we can, if we strengthen that muscle to get ourselves together. And I know that I'm um, talking with a client of mine the other day that, you know, he, they deal with anxiety a lot. And I said, you know, if you, if you're in a place where you're working and, and people know that you have this scenario that, you know, tell your coworker, hey, I'm having a moment. I need a moment where I just need to take a breath. Give me, can I just step out for a minute? And if you can strengthen that muscle instead of leaving work and going home and, and you know, laying in your bed. Now there's going to be some days where that happens. But, you know, we can get that muscle just a little bit stronger and say, okay, I can get a little stronger. I can get a little bit more. I can like me driving up on a, on a side of a cliff on with snow. Sometimes I do it to strengthen that muscle, you know, because I can't, I have to be a little bit more. Now I'm going to say though, that, you know, like we have a bunch of limbs. I get anxiety every time a garbage disposal or, or a chipper is going to happen. Right. So I'm going to have a chipper and my husband was joking about how I'm, we're going to rent a chipper and you can run the chipper by yourself all day. And I said, no, <laughs> because he knows my, my anxiety about it, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but what I'm going to do though, is I'm going to strengthen that muscle and I'm going to be in the same facility. I may actually even put a limb in at the beginning to let it and then walk away just to strengthen that muscle because 
I'm one that I don't like my emotions to have control over me. I like to have emotions with me. I like to negotiate my emotions as they happen, but I'm not one that likes to control, be controlled by, um, yeah. nor do I try to control, but yet at the same time, there's that fine line between sometimes I do kind of control. I don't mean to, but I do, but yeah. we all do, you know, we all have a controlling moment. And that's the thing when we're working through life and managing our life that seeing who's in control and that emotion can be pretty strong. Yeah. I was going um, to, to learn uh, EFT, which by the way, uh, Harvard Medical School studied. And their conclusion was after they had a, a number of people do this and they took their, their uh, cortisol level, which is their uh, stress hormone, um, that after five minutes of tapping people's across the board, everybody across the board, their uh, anxiety uh, reduced from 25 to 50% just in a few minutes. It's mm -hmm. something people can actually feel. They can feel themselves downregulate. And yeah. uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go through the whole thing here, but just show you how easy this is. There's the, there's the karate chop point and the point between the ears on the top of the head and then three around the eye, you know, like you're surrounding the eye. Then right below the nose, mm -hmm. right on the cleft of the chin, right up here in the shoulder, and then one point on your side directly across from where your nipple is. And then you're back to one again. Well, just with those nine... Uh, points right there like now just me just doing that because I'm being more in tune with my body now I can feel it's almost like I got a bolt a little jolt of energy going mm -hmm. through my body you know and what it does it just opens all the stuck pathways so that your your body's natural um, can be naturally calm you know naturally peaceful uh, it, get, it gets a, it gets us a little bit out of that fear and flight mode yeah and it's and easy it's <laughs> so easy to learn so easy to learn and it works it works it works uh, mm -hmm. Some and people that's... have had, Go ahead. yeah, well, I'm just saying, you know, even with um, uh, PTSD, you know, I've had some people that have severe, severe PTSD in a few cases within a matter of less than an hour they, they have a sense of normalcy back again and it, mm -hmm. and it stays that way. Okay. Sometimes it takes more than that because everybody's not that simple, but that's, it's how powerful that that can be. Mm -hmm. And then of course, drinking water, breathing. Uh, what's another uh, thing that you do, I, like if you're feeling anxious, that to to I have tone, a, tone it down. I have a technique, and it's basically where um, I hold fingers. Certain fingers re represent emotions. Yeah, like, how do um, I know which ones? So this one is pretense and confusion. Your wait, pinky. Wait a minute, the thumb. No, the pinky. Oh, the pinky. Okay, so much. And and it's not a hard. It's not a stiff. It's not a hard, even though sometimes we want to, but it's, it's just a really just, light hold. So this is pretense and confusion. Yeah. This one is grief. The ring finger is grief and um, oh, negative. I, I remember you said that one time before. Yeah. Grief. Yeah. And, and loss of, uh, com of, com of, of, of loss of just common sense, common mm -hmm. knowing this one is um, anger. The middle finger. Oh yep. yeah. That's, that's a good one. People. You use that without thinking about it. That's where anger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The pointer finger. I'm going to point where I'm going to go is fear. So pointing to where we're going is fear. And it's okay. um, perfectionism. And then um, the thumb is worry and depression and guilt. Okay. Worry, depression, and guilt. So would that be the one for anxiousness that somebody would just. Uh... I would say whatever one, whatever finger gets you know, some people just play with their fingers and whatever one you feel yeah. more right to play with your, okay. you know, or hold is the better one to do because different and different organs are attached to your, like your pinky is your small intestine and your heart. Um, the ring finger is your lung. So, you know, if you wanted to hold your lung, yeah, uh, for your lungs, a Regan, um, and your ambiguous and your digestive system, Okay, anger. this also in the tapping, this is the up here on the shoulder, the soft area. Is right the up lung. here in the, there is the lungs also. So yeah. that's lungs. And then which one did you say now? Which finger for lungs? Um the ring finger. Okay. Cause I gotta remember that because I've got that, that little bit of uh lung issues right now. And yeah. so what's the technique? What should I do? Should I just just, just hold, just your, hold just, it? Uh-huh. Just hold it. For like how long? Uh you can hold it for as long as you want. Sometimes so like you're like, watching TV or something, just 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 sit there and hold it. You're going to sleep. Just hold it. Exactly. So when I'm going to sleep, a lot of times I hold 
I hold what um, I start at my pinky and I hold for like maybe three to five minutes, th three minutes, two minutes, whatever feels right. Sometimes I'm a little wound up and so I, I don't have time to hold it, but I do here, 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 here. And then I start back over again and then so, I hold it a little longer and then I hold it a little longer. Does it matter then, if you do the right hand or left hand? It doesn't matter. Okay. So it doesn't again, matter. Wait a minute, you said the, the ring finger, right? The ring fingers, lungs. The lungs, okay, okay. Yeah, and gallbladder. That's the um, the uh, the um, this is the liver and and um, gallbladder. Sorry about that. The mm -hmm. the uh, middle the middle fingers, um, liver and gallbladder. Which liver and gallbladder is about emotions. So if you're having troubles mm -hmm. with your liver or gallbladder, it's because you're having problems with your emotions. Hmm. And then um, your your pointer finger is kidney and bladder. Kidney and, and then, bladder, okay. And then your stomach, or then your thumb is stomach and spleen. So if you're having troubles like digesting something, mm -hmm. look at how you you know when we're having grief, a lot of times we have problems digesting our 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 food, and so holding on to your ring finger will help. If you're having a lot of emotions. And your liver is like I've been struggling with my liver and gallbladder, so I've been holding my my middle finger a lot to help. And then there's one way that we can do, and I love this. People get a lot of sense of breath when they do this. You have one hand, and then you lay your hand in the other one, and then Wait you see. Let me see. You have so one, you, oh, what, and you lay it like like flat. On yeah. The so your palm, and then you put your thumb in the palm. In the in the other part, like in the, in your. The yeah. So, so if you lay one hand in, um, on top of the okay. other mm -hmm. and then the hand, the thumb of the bottom of the bottom hand, uh, the bottom hand goes over to over the top. and lays across like your lifelines and stuff mm -hmm. in your, mm -hmm. in your, and then you, then you cradle your thumb, your other hand, you grab onto your thumb. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of holding one fist inside the other. Mm-hmm. And you're holding your thumb. You, you, the main thing is you want to put your thumb, make sure that it's pushing in the center of your palm. The center of the palm. Okay. Yeah. And usually when you hold it and you relaxively hold that, you almost feel your body relaxing. You, you, I feel it like mm. in my, my hips and in my lower gut. A lot of times I feel that relaxing. Mm. Well, wow, see, that's an easy thing. Someone could be at work and be anxious. And they could do that at their desk, you know. I mean, exactly. if someone walks by their desk and they're going like this, you know. It, it's you know, it's a little bit mm -hmm. embarrassing. Exactly. You know, but, so I so. I love especially doing the where it's it, you basically cradle one palm, one back of the hand into one palm, and then put the thumb in the palm the of the upper there. one, and yeah, then and see. It. And you were yawning, so that's a form oh, wow. of of relaxation. Is, yeah, is that I just yawned, didn't I? exactly? And so. Um, if anybody who's watching this wants to email me, I can um, email them this um, sheet of paper that and yeah. has both sides that has. Yeah, do that for me, too. Okay, because one side one side is about um, yeah. about the um, the uh, the organs that each palm has. And you mm -hmm. can see that inside in the middle of the palm, it's about um, total um, harmonizing. Um, uh, it's about harmonizing. And then, um, then the other side is about what emotions that the hands have. So there's mm. emotions, and the, it's about emotions and the mental. So like the pinky would have the um, the emotional would be pretense, and the mental would be confusion. And so we ha you have these, and these are old, old. This is like um, a lot of the um, um, acupuncture, acupressure. Mm -hmm. These are going along of that type of healing that's been around for a long time and it's and it's a simple i like yeah. this there's there's more pressure points if you want to do more research into this uh, high tech uh, high touch um type of healing there's more pressure points that you can do to create um different scenarios yeah um but yet this is the simple way of negotiating and it's portable you know like yeah. when i'm sitting in school and i have a kid that's angry I'll usually hold my ring finger and my um, and my and my middle finger at the same time, and I can feel the kid kind of just 
after a few minutes i do it because no because i my aura helps his aura yeah my energy helps his energy so if you know somebody is having an anxiety attack a lot of times not talking is a benefit but putting your hand maybe necessary on their hand or on their knee and you staying calm can give them a calmness. It's like a dog that comes next, sits next yeah. to somebody who's having an, ang- uh, who's having um, uh, anxiety or yeah, they're having um, or, or seizures. It helps calm them down because the dog basically is <sighs> breath. A dog is breath a lot of times. And so having that breath, it can really help us. And that's the thing is, is that as we're working on life and managing our life, there is techniques that can help even if you're on some medications. Yeah. Now, does it matter if the, if it's the right hand that's underneath or the left hand underneath? No, it doesn't does matter. It have to do that? Either hand is okay? All Either right. hand is okay. That's really cool. Yeah. And, and, it, and you'll, get a, you'll probably get a different feeling by each hand, too. Yeah, like I'm getting a different feeling when I did my, uh, when I have my um, left hand on the top with my right thumb in the, in the middle there. Yeah, mm-hmm. to try, yeah, just a different feeling. Well, yeah. because because one side's, you know, the, the, the left side's, um, I forget if, which one's feminine and masculine, but one side, the left side's yeah. about the, the, what are we bringing into our life? And the right side is about releasing our life. And so yeah. a lot of times when we're doing these different things that we can, we can manage. And that's the thing is, is that a lot of us keep a lot of our energies inside of us. And so if I have an anxious day or an anxious night, um, you know, like Veronica, you had a dream the other night and I forgot to tell you this. Have you shaken out your pillow, you know, after a bad dream? Cause that's one of the first things I do is I shake out my pillow after a, a rough night because our pillows keep a lot of our energy in it yeah our beds do um and then when we are negotiating ourselves you know a lot of times our bodies do and so like for me in the shower whenever i take a shower i always um pull energy down my legs and i tug on each toe because the toes are the same idea as the fingers so your pink your pinky of your toe is about confusion and pretense is, you know, oh, is it, oh really yeah so each finger in your 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 big toe is your thumb right yeah and so with that that each so i pull on each of my toes and that i could just feel like the flush especially with water the energy just flushing out and that's the thing is a lot of us stay in the fear and flight we stay in that anxiousness. We stay in that moment and we don't allow our bodies to move through it and get out of it. Like a dog, when they're, when they get into a, an anxious yeah. moment, what they, what is the first thing they do? They shake, they shake it off. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we should be able to, if we learn from them, there's sometimes when I'm done with something, I, I kind of shake myself, you know, just to kind of get that energy off of me because I don't want to stay there. Yeah. You know, um, that's really interesting that you brought up about how, and it just shows you how our energy, all of our energies affect other people's energies, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And there there was a man, um, I didn't get to watch the whole thing because I forget what happened, but I wanted to watch the whole thing. And he has this technique he does that uh, for animals that you can calm down any animal. And uh, like he goes by, like he's going by this fence with this dog that's just jumping at the fence and yeah, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he has this technique where he just he just sits down away from the dog and then he just slowly kind of and he's on his rear end, you know, mm-hmm. just sitting down on the ground and, and then he'll just he'll just calm himself down and move over a little bit. And then pretty soon you see the dog on the other side of the fence just lay down and, uh-huh. the, and the horses, cows. He's right there. And all of a sudden it just shows these horses just like it just relaxes these animals so much. And then he's able to touch them. Even this lion, he did it with the lion, you know, that was growling at him. And then just boom, and pretty soon he was able to touch the lion, you know. So, it, and it's it's just shows that it's his energy's changing, helps change the other. So mm-hmm. um, what we should do is set, uh, be something to talk about. One of our things is about how our emotions affect other people and our responsibility in that if we care about others and, mm-hmm. and 
taking care of ourselves to bring our energy in a good place so that we don't ruin it for everybody else in a sense, you know. Oh, exactly. Because I know that my husband, you know, can come back, come home or I can come home in a rotten day. And I can tell, yeah. I can tell exactly how he helps me and I help him, you know. And that's yeah. the thing is, is that, you know, what we focus on is what we end up getting. And so if we focus yeah. on anxiety, if we focus on stress, if we focus on, on fear, what are we going to have? We're going to have anxiety. We're going to have yeah. fear. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> also, um, Harvard Medical School studied acupuncture. Along with EFT, they studied acupuncture and they studied acu acupuncture, right? Acupuncture, yeah. Mm -hmm. and acupuncture and acupressure. They I'd... found that all three of those modalities had a beneficial physiological effect on the human body. You know, mm -hmm. they could t they could measure physical change mm -hmm. for the good, you know. So, um, you, you know, uh, even with the EFT, they watched, uh, if they had something, they watched the amygdala, which is the stress, it's like your stress device in your, in your forehead up here, and the amygdala calmed down you know, their cortisol level went down. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then on my website on visittheafterlife.com, if you watch a video on there, you'll uh, of the EFT, it's about eight minutes long. You'll see when they take a picture or they take a person's blood, put it under a dark field microscope. And uh, these were of unhealthy people and the blood was all clumped together sluggishly going through their system. They tapped for five minutes, put it right under the microscope again and it had all separated. Oh, that's like so a, cool. Oh, it's like a clean flowing river. That's why with EFT, they see a lot of people that uh, whose illnesses uh, clear up because you open all the passageways so the body can, you know, the worker bees can get where they need to go mm -hmm. <coughs> to uh, to heal. So um, I like your, um, yeah, and especially now if they just go to your website and or leave their email, then you can just send them a picture of that. Like yes, and it? actually, I should put it on my website, um, but I don't. That's the thing is, it's kind of tricky because it's a healing modality, so I want to be careful of that. Uh -huh. um, but uh, yes, if they want to email me, Natasha Venter at, at angelicclarifications.com, that's how you can reach me anyway. That would be a good chart to have around. Exactly. Oh, it is. I you I you I have used <laughs> this. I have used this chart um, for years i used it um over 20 some odd years and i could tell you that that every day that i use it that it um has given it, it has helped others and it's helped me and yeah. um like if um when my husband was drinking a lot and he'd be screaming and yelling at me i would i would be using my fingers and <laughs> and and one thing that happened was is that that he would be, he would be, you know, if he was drunk, that a lot of times that, that I would just be holding and I would stand there. Um, and sometimes I didn't know what else to do besides just stand there and listen, you know, because it would be like, wow, <laughs> you know, yeah. type of moment. And I would just be holding my fingers naturally, you know, just kind of like grabbing onto two at the same time. And, and pretty soon he's like, yeah. You know, and then he just turns around and walks away because it's like something changed. And I didn't know I couldn't label what changed for him. But I can tell you what changed for us was that this moment stopped. And yeah, and that that pretense and, and the confusion about what's happening, it's pretty huge because a lot of us are confused about our future. A lot of us are confused <coughs> about what's happening and. When we can trust that process of, of letting go of the confusion, many a times we can work through what's coming forward. Yeah, one thing that in the training of, um, gosh, I'm trying to think if it was for, it was like when the police were negotiating with a, a, a terrorist and the terrorist is yelling and screaming. Uh, what, they what they trained the officer to do is to ta start talking slower and lower mm -hmm. you know in other words instead of matching and yelling and screaming back you 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 know purposely just start talking slower and lower you know mm -hmm. and they say that that helps the uh you know the perpetrator or whatever whoever they're talking to it helps bring them down and it's a good thing in an argument too i remember in a couple's thing and one time before and they say if you guys are in an argument and you want to 
you want to tone it down. The, the main thing you don't want to do is to match the anger of your partner because that just yeah. escalates everything. You want to sometimes just sit down, even if you have to sit down on the floor or just, you know, sit down in a chair while they're doing that. And then just try to talk calmly and slower and calmly and quieter. Mm -hmm. And that helps to uh, <clears throat> to bring the other person down, mm -hmm. you know, from them, you know, relaxing that way. So, yeah. and um, but we want to be careful about not becoming the victim. So it is wise to yeah. stand in your empowerment, in empowerment. Yeah. But yet, I, be be kind of careful because I I love what you're saying, and I'm just adding to it. I want to I, I want to add more to good. it. Right. Yeah. Right. That that it is good to to be in that same you know be willing to be with that moment within reason. But step back a couple steps so you're not in that energy field. And yeah. then what I find is, is that I, I, I use words in my, if I can't say them out loud, I can sure say them inside of me. I'm done with this. I'm done with this. I'm done with this. I'm done with this. Or I love you. I love you. I love you. You could do uh, Ho'oponopono. I love you. Know? you. Yep. I love, I love you. you. Thank you. Please forgive me. I'm, I'm grateful sorry. for this you know? moment. I'm grateful for this moment. And I'm saying this in my head. I'm grateful yeah. for this moment. I'm grateful for this moment. I, oh, yeah. you know, So they're not hearing me. I'm grateful for this moment. Thank you for teaching me what I'm supposed to learn from this. Thank you for teaching me what I'm learned, supposed to learn from this. You know, Because the fact that you know when we do something different than what is actually happening, we don't fall into the victimhood of the scenario of what we're going through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, because we only got a few minutes left, too, I wanted to be sure and mention a biggie for anxiety, and that's um, to do some sort of meditation. Yes. Or and, and meditation, like, again, we could do, someday we'll do a whole show on that, too. There's so many types of meditation, so many ways to meditate. It's basically, uh, I mean, the easiest thing would be uh, there's something called the Insight Timer. It's one of the best meditation apps out there that's totally free. There's about a thousand things you can do on there. Uh, you just put your your earbuds in or whatever mm -hmm. and go to a section, even if it's just listening to some meditation music. Even just putting that on will calm you down. You know, that because some of the music there is designed with binaural beats where it, it's, it, it's one frequency in one ear and one frequency in the other. And what your brain does is it tries to equalize them. And in the process of equalizing them, your body relaxes. So, you know, it helps people to get into meditation, helps people relax. So um, let's see, let's go over what we talked about today. So meditation is a good thing. Uh, the words you, you, you were telling people to say, like I'm saying, calm and relax, calm and relax. And what was the word you were saying? I trust, I trust, I trust, I trust. because a, a lot of times anxiety comes from the, the mistrust of the future. Yeah, yeah. And, and then and then you can uh, and then also holding, you know, and if you forget which the fingers are, I would just say just as you're sitting there working or something, just go from finger to finger. Give them a little hug. Uh, mm -hmm. You want to uh, drink some water, take some get some more air in your lungs because so you're not so constricted. OK, um, all those things are going to help you to manage uh, being anxious, which turns into anxiety, which could turn into like a panic attack, you know, mm -hmm. and you want to kind of nip it in the bud. But just to um, the other thing is to uh, pay attention in your body where you're feeling like a lot of times people, when they get anxious, they start feeling it in their chest. But it could be different for some people. So that way, as you relax, you can notice the feeling becoming easier and better. And you'll realize that you're actually doing something, you know, like mm -hmm. uh, with the tapping, you'll people sometimes, depending on where they feel it, they'll feel that part of their body relax. You know, because the, you're you're getting the tension to go from there. So EFT is another way, uh, and I'm sure there's a lot of other ways too. So, um, but those are some easy ones anybody can do, and what we we want you to be able to take control of the situation, not let it take control of you. Exactly, exactly. Because I know that for me, that I pick up a lot on people's energies. Like if I'm walking into a room, and all of a sudden, if a lot of people are in fear, it's like, whoa. What am I so scared of? You know, because it's not necessarily my thoughts, it's other people's yeah. thoughts. And so be aware of who, what's around you. Even if you've been spending time in your house by yourself, that, you know, like it, like the, um, like when 9 11 hit, grief was palpable, palatable. Yeah. 
through the country. And so even if you weren't, if you didn't know somebody, you were still feeling grief. We were. Right. And so we feel grief from other people, uh, you know, the anxieties, the, you know, the anxiousness, you know, we got voting coming up. So there's a little bit of anxiousness <laughs> of what the future holds. Oh, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. And so even just saying that, you know, people are probably going, <gasps> you know, already, you know, just because of words. So be careful of the words that you're, you're hearing and using. Go to something calmer, you know, um, you know, there's a lot of good music out there. There's a lot of good, you know, just language, what we tell ourselves. That's why I have mantras of the week. Because yeah. of the fact that, um, oh, today's Monday. Um, I got to set up a new mantra, don't I? Well, what is this week's mantra? Yeah, what is this week's mantra? What is this week's mantra? <laughs> I totally went by. Uh, I totally went by with that one. Hmm. I'm willing to trust the process. I'm willing to trust the process. I'm willing, I'm willing to, trust, to the trust the process. process. I'm willing Whatever to that trust... process is. The I'm process of, tr... uh, of learning to relax, the process of learning to forgive, the mm -hmm. process of learning to love, the process of learning to be kind, yep. the process of learning to be compassionate, right? Mm -hmm. the, the process I'm willing of learning to trust patience. the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, trust the process, right. right. Yep. Well, that's good. Well, let me, uh, I'll tell everybody how they can get a hold of me. And, and, um, and before I forget too, Natasha, I was thinking, because when we get off here, I might forget. Uh, I think uh, uh, in the next few weeks, let's maybe do a show on how our emotions affect other people, how emotions, how other people's emotions affect us, how our emotions affect others and our responsibility mm -hmm. in that. That could be a good one. You know, sometime. I think so, too. I think we could add from from our experiences, we could add a little bit to help somebody. <laughs> and we're, we're always open to suggestions, too. You know, if. If you're seeing this podcast down the line somewhere, and even though you're not seeing it live, feel free um, on either of our websites that you see on there to uh, give us, uh, you know, we're, we're all here to help each other. And yes. some of you may have some techniques that, that we don't even know about uh, that we can use to help others. So please feel free to do that. Uh, you can reach me at visittheafterlife.com. Um, there's some great videos on there. I uh, still have a free book I'm giving away, ebook. Uh, that's about reincarnation. It's about all the current research being done, which is fabulous and mind boggling mm -hmm. of all the proof there is out there now. Uh, just alone uh, here at the Newton Institute that I work for and, and helping people to get in a really relaxed state and expand their awareness to the afterlife, heaven and back. Um, uh, you know, we've had 70,000 people that easily experience past lives. So, you know, uh, we pretty much feel we've proved it, but you know, everybody, <laughs> some people uh, still go, what? yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's not, not even research. If you don't want to believe something, you won't. But anyway, uh, it's on there and, um, you can get a hold of me on there. My phone number's on there. The, um, you can go to the contact page and ask for the free book. Uh, and I also do regular therapy for people. I have a regular hypnotherapy practice too. So if you have fears, phobias, the anxiety, depression, um, if you need some, some help, um, moving forward in your life, uh, that could be done over Zoom so I could see people all over the world. Uh, so let me know about that. And Natasha, now, uh, if someone wants a session with you for either a medium reading or feng shui, right? Or, or, or life house coaching. clearings, yeah, life coaching, yeah. whatever. Um, I, I'm a bridge between worlds and dimensions. You know, it's like whatever is kind of that process of what we're going through. I, I'd be grateful to help you through shame, guilt, or whatever the 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 want need is. Is that I, so? You can reach me at angelicclarifications.com or Natasha at angelicclarifications.com is my email. So blessings to you on this journey because we're we're on this roller coaster ride and it's up to us to have a little more fun with it or to be a victim of it and i'm hoping that our shows can help us to be more uh, of a ride than a victim of the ride that we're on in this life yeah there's nothing better feeling than rising up from victimhood to being the you know to empowerment the master the to being empowered to be your own mm -hmm. self rather than what everybody else wants you to be Exactly, exactly. And if you can't catch this on um, live, it's always on my YouTube channel and it's also on um, Facebook and Twitter. And it's also going to be on um, um, any podcast platforms. Uh, and all you have to do is look for uh, Life Clarifications with Natasha.
So. Okay. Blessings, Tuang. See you next week. Yes, and next week is Halloween, and so <coughs> oh, we might yeah. do something about um, ghosts and goblins. Okay. Yeah, you uh, you can teach me a lot about that. <laughs> ghosts and goblins and all those yeah. little things because the veil is very thin um on the, the 31st to the first so yeah. we might be feeling a lot of of um, whispers in our ears or chills across our backs or that kind of stuff so um and loved ones coming to say hi i love you and they and you don't really feel like it's a i love you because it's a dark it's a dark being that goes by you in the middle of the night so with that so my love is with everyone and see you um this week uh four o'clock pacific time uh on On wednesday that's when you have your other show life clarifications with natasha and i don't know we're having a new moon with an eclipse so there's a lot of new opportunities coming up and so i may talk about that the new opportunities that we have um, because it's gonna we've been having a lot of troubles with the new moons about going into the negative um, because of all the emotions that it's been triggering but if we can go into the new thoughts so let me talk about something like that yeah so we'll see okay blessings to all um thank you you for being here bye now